0: just a bloke in a bar what is up ladies and gentlemen and it's time for that weekly ritual Woo, baby that is the sound Mm. oh yeah maddie just had an orgasm on the microphone (laughs) not for the first time that is the sound of glory that is the sound of a hard-earned beer at the end of the week You've worked so hard, mate. You know, you, you go to a job you don't like. You rock up every morning. You look up. You got your bloody the uh, crew leader, or you got your boss, and you're just like, "Oh, such a dick." <laughs> and you just put your head down, bum up, and you keep on chugging through. This is your reward, so make sure to enjoy it. Head down to your local, grab a case of bloke beer. Yeah, we're in, actually we're in special in every celebrations in New South Wales and Queensland. So get into your celebrations. As I always say, guys, if, if you guys go in and grab the case of beer from celebrations, let's say there's not one really close. It's a, just a little bit further than your normal wallow. If you go in and show support, they are more willing to do specials. Uh, and it helps us grow. Uh, it helps us grow massively. And it gives us opportunity, maybe potentially, to bring out new beers. So for example, if the, the, the full strength lager is a bit... Some people say it has fruity, too much fruitiness in it. Maybe we go something a bit crisper, or we've got the mid-strength that we release that people are absolutely loving. Or maybe we go even crazier. So get into your local celebrations, give her a crack. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Beautiful beer, Maddie. How you been, mate? Good, Denon. Very good. Um, Why did you say Denon then? That was weird. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ.
1: Um, no, it's been a been a been a good week this week. It was obviously a bit of a slow start after mm. um after magic round and now that i got that s- terrible terrible sunday out of the way it's uh de- already got fomo for magic round it's it was
0: weird it's, it's as tr- soon as that game kicked off last night it's like oh, magic round officially it's over it's done.
1: done it's done and and also like i posted on my instagram a photo of, of magic round last night cuz i thought this is the last time i can yeah. milk this yeah this is the last time i can milk this and me it's funny I, i've been talking to the um to darran a lot from bloody brilliant beers and like mm. We're all in the same boat we're all like just trying
0: to hang on to the yeah. weekend that was <laughs> you're like a rugby league player hanging on to his footy career that is exactly what we are doing. yeah uh magic round beautiful stuff now there's been a little bit of chat and maybe it's just chitter chat and maybe it's the great Vlandis just trying to get the biggest bid possible from the uh from mm. queensland yep. to keep magic Round there but there's been some chat around moving it hey no yeah. don't move it and i and i don't say that as a biased queenslander i mean look obviously i've got bias i'm a queenslander but yep. If you've never been to Magic Round, you don't understand. It is the perfect place for Magic Round, not because of SunCorp Stadium, it's because of where it is located. There is a street; it is called Caxton Street. <laughs> have you, you heard can, of it, <laughs> yeah? Have you heard of it? It is during Magic Round. It is completely blocked off, so you can just mosey, like literally, what? What do you reckon? Two-minute walk maximum, maybe a oh, minute walk.
1: Yeah, it's, it's 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 very short. You can
0: you can drink a beer and see the stadium. Yeah, it is. There is. When the streets are closed off as well, there is no gap between you and the stadium either. Mm. You literally, so it's like it's almost like a festival. You're walking down the street. There's no cars on it. All there are are people on it, yeah. and there's bars everywhere. Yeah. Bars, um, pubs, uh, restaurants all along the street. And there's like kebab stores, like food. There's sausage. Everything things. that you could need yeah. as, a, as a bloke. Everything. Uh, <laughs> now. There's even another on the other side. You've got the, I think it's, oh, I don't think it's called Four Point. Newstead, you've got Newstead, the, yeah. the craft beer. you got there on the other side. Like, if you take that, even to, if you try to take it to Sydney, mm. first of all, I personally don't think Sydney siders would appreciate as much as Brisbane's would because no. Brisbane froth their rugby league. Yeah. Um, not to say Sydney don't, but it's just, you speak for you. Yeah. You as a well, New, I'm, South I'm Welshman, New South Welshman, speak on it. And
1: I hate Queensland. And I've worked for like I've got no reason to ever support Queensland in any way. But like I'm happy to throw Guru under the bus with me here, and, and he, he'll be fine with this. Like we were in the Uber on the on the Saturday to the Caxton for the because we just we spent the, the Friday there as well. Went to SunCorp, did the whole thing, and we were like, you, you don't want to admit it, but there's just something different about Queensland when it comes to. Rugby league in terms of like in this in this ter- like there's just no way it would work in Sydney. Like I'm sure people like Sydney Siders would turn up and love it, but what are you going to do? Like Oxford Street in Paddington is first of all it's too big. The pubs, yep. pubs aren't close enough to and each it's other. Eight is away. It's it's too far away. Well, Caxton Street is rugby league. it's like it's like the center of rugby league. Yeah. I went to Brisbane on. Magic around. The last two times of Brisbane, I haven't been anywhere outside of Caxton Street. Yeah, you
0: you (laughs) can just sit on it. That's the thing. That's the thing. You literally, you go, you rock up. Let's say you rock up at 2 in the Arvo. Mm. You don't have to leave Caxton Street or Suncorp until 4 in the morning. That's right. And you have the literal time of your life. And you don't want to go home. You don't (laughs) want to go home. And you get to... You go get to watch the footy. You go get to watch all the games. Come back. It, it is unbelievable. But it's like,
1: please, if you haven't been and you're not from, if you're not from Sydney, even if you're from Brisbane, and you haven't been. Please oh go. God. It is so worth it. Make sure you book early because accommodation's crazy. But like, like if you leave it to last yeah, week. Yeah. But like, please go. It is. It is my favorite weekend of the year, yeah. and and I will be back. Every year for the rest of my life, as long as it's in Brisbane, oh, uh, and I, if it's in Sydney, I'm more I'm more likely to go to it in Brisbane.
0: Yeah, and I live 100%. in Sydney. And yeah. like this, like Adelaide and New Zealand, no, no, and like no. look, I I understand like let's try to grow the game, but like let's give the nines to New Zealand. I'll yeah. Do something else. Like I love the rotation of the the uh, All Star game yeah. with the Maldi and the Indigenous. Put, I think that's get, put I'm an Origin be, game in New Zealand. Yeah, but Magic Round, we no. have this perfect place. Also, like. You want to be able to build history at a place, so like, oh, last year we hung here. Let's go, let's go yeah. to this one here. Or last year we went mainly to Friday games. For example, a lot of blokes on their first time, what do they do? They get there Friday, yeah. They go too hard oh, yeah. and they wreck their whole weekend. <laughs> now some some of them just kick on through, um, and so it's it's honestly it has to be in Brisbane, not just because you know I'm a Queenslander. The place is perfect. Yeah. What other stadium has a street that you could block off yeah, that no. is literally a stone's throw where you can just walk up and down, walk up. You could go. You can go to a game, watch it, come back to Caxton Street, get on the beers, go back to the game and watch the next game. Mm. Like it is perfect. So and, you
1: don't, and like some people don't even go to the games. Yeah. Like you can just stay on You don't have to even.
0: There was plenty of people that just like, yeah. for example, on Saturday, you didn't have a pass. Yeah, I didn't go. to- So this. you just I stayed didn't watch at the Caxton. On yeah, <laughs> just sat at the Caxton sink, and that, a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. It's it is, so good.
1: I, I honestly reckon. I said this last week, but I agree with it even more now. Magic Round by twenty thirty is going to be as big as Origin, as Grand Final weekend. If it stays in Brisbane, I reckon it's going to turn into one of those things where we remember Origin moments, right? Mm. We'll remember Valance to Fire's double forever because it was Magic Round. Yeah, pe- pe- that's a good it'll point. be it'll be things. Things will be it's not like with Magic mm. Round.
0: Anyway, Magic Round, don't take her anywhere else. Rizzi is a special place for Magic Round. Let's get into the games last night. Mm. Um, I've already said Bloke Beer is uh, on special in every celebration, New South Wales Queensland. All right, won't get back to it. Um, but make sure to make sure to grab a cast because seriously, it's good stuff. Storm beat the Broncos. Munster and Grant, great game. Good first half, scrappy second half. But let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. There's a few things to talk about. There's a lot to talk There's about, actually. About, yeah. Um, unfortunately, really poor refereeing. You know, we talk about when players have poor games, but I thought this was one of the this 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 performance. In my opinion, wasn't up to scratch,
1: and it like it just got worse and worse as the game progressed, and
0: it genuinely affected the game for yeah, both sides. Yeah. For both sides. Now, I'm not I'm not sitting here as a salty Broncos fan saying we were robbed, mm. and I'm not sitting here saying that Storm were well, they clearly weren't because they won. But what I'm saying is, is I don't think either team. Had a fair chance, like, had a fair chance at winning the game in a manner in which you could go, we totally won that game without any calls that went our way or didn't go our way.
1: Yeah, there was too many calls on either side that just kind of, I'm not gonna say ruined it, but like,
0: well, put it this way: as soon as Paddy Carrigan got sent to the bin, the game was over. That that just ended the game. Like the Broncos say, you know, we'd already lost Adam Reynolds, and we'd already had a ten in the bin before that for a professional foul, which. You know if they're being consistent i guess it's a 10 in the bin but even with that professional fail i'm like i i used to think the professional fail was only 10 in the bin if it was a try scoring opportunity and there's no way he gets to that yeah but look I'm not going to argue that it's a 50-50 one. Yeah. Whatever. I will say though,
1: Remus Smith, even though it was definitely penalty, he did very well.
0: Oh, he did massive! Like, he <laughs> got this guy strong as anything. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, like wrestling like, Suoliti two weeks ago. He can't take a tiny little <laughs> and elbow. That, and it's like a little elbow from from Herbie. And it's not Smith's fault. <laughs> not good it's on not, Smith. Yeah, well it's, done. It's not Remus Smith. the environment has been created. Mm. If you make something look dramatic, they will look at it. They will look at it. Yeah, but um, he wasn't
1: like, he wasn't getting anywhere near that
0: ball. Like he might've put, like he may have got a six again, but there's no way he's scoring that try. Yeah, nah. There's no way he's scoring that try in my opinion. Um, but I, I'm not, that's one of the least egregious things. I can live with that. Herbie.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't that, mind that that's one. That's fine. It's yeah. like,
0: yep, 10 in the bin. It is a, he did stick his arm out. Yeah. That's on Herbie. That's his fault. Um, now people blow, we'll go through like basically <laughs> Yeah. order. Uh, Reese Walsh's shoulder charge. First, well, look, I don't think that that should ever be a penalty yeah i agree because like how else are you supposed like what you're supposed to try and first of all when you actually look at it in slow-mo again his arm does begin to wrap like he doesn't have his arm tucked it begins to wrap around after the fact um but i reckon if you if if you're just throwing your body at a try
1: scorer it should just be pl- like well, bullet last weekend
0: yeah like because it was low to the ground no one says shoulder charge yeah. but it was there was no arm wrapping there. Oh, it was, I, was, I was
1: worried when that happened. I was like, are they going to call this? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it
0: was like a cannonball into another bloke, not into his legs, into yeah. his shoulders. And it was a great try saver. I'm, like, I'm trying to remember last night. So the
1: reason there was no tries was Olam actually stepped out. And knocked on. And knocked on. But he stepped out first before the shoulder charge. I wonder if they would have called shoulder charge or they would have just let it go. Because I think they've done pretty well in not giving those shoulder charges I think they've recently. been pretty good. Yeah. I think they've so been pretty good. I don't think good.
0: they would have called it anyway. And so he... So yeah, so people blowing up about that. It's like he was out anyway. Um, yeah. And I don't think they should call that a penalty. It's because it's like, if you're just gonna throw your body at someone, because that's the only option you have, you should be given some leeway in regards to tackling technique. 100%. Um, So that one, I was like, got it right, well done, stayed strong, didn't go stupid. The Harry Grant one though. The penalty try? Absolute, yeah, Harry Grant one. Absolute howler. That was shocking. We have to stop replaying this stuff in slow-mo. There are certain ones, if you want, like head highs and that, like I would, I can cop slow-mo because you can get a real distinct, like, yep, definitely hit his head because it's a bit slower or stepping out or the try getting, you know, I mean, even sometimes put downs, but anyway, that's another day for another story. (laughs) Another story for another day. But these situations need to stop being in slow-mo because every time, so let's say we saw that, what do you reckon, six times in slow-mo? Oh yeah. It is only natural for the human brain to think that Harry Grant was playing in slow-mo and his mindset, his uh, uh, speed of thinking was also in slow-mo. It is only human nature. If you played it at fast motion, you would see that he didn't have time to make any decisions about anything. He was literally just trying to kick the ball. That's it.
1: If I'm being completely honest, even when I was watching in super slow motion, I was still like, he's not disadvantaging
0: uh, was it herby on on purpose yeah
1: like even the, like i get i get it yeah
0: but the people but people th- would think because it's in slow-mo he could have just pulled out yeah, of it, it could completely have yeah
1: okay i say what you mean you
0: know what yeah. i mean because you just keep seeing it in slow-mo and then your brain just thinks oh well look at all that time he has to think look how long it takes him to get there when you play it in fast motion he's there in a, a heartbeat like a heartbeat the thing that was annoying as well and i get that's i
1: get it's the rule shoulder to shoulder but like, it, that's just not how it is. It can't be shoulder to shoulder the whole, like people are different speed. He like, tried
0: to kick it. That's all, yeah. that, all that was happening. He was trying to kick the ball yeah. and Herbie was jockeying the ball to try shielding the ball with his body. Cause that, that's another thing. If you are kind of like shielding-ish with your body, you should be able to get shouldered in the back. 100%, and you're shepherding over. the ball. You're shepherding the ball. Like I don't, so that was a shocker. That was a shocking. That ball. was a shocker. Like seriously, um, we've got to stop playing that stuff in slow-mo. Look, it'll never happen. It'll never happen, but it just makes some things look so much worse than they are. And the players get smashed for it. Shocking call. Shouldn't have been a try. Um, then, obviously, the Herbie one. Again, that is, look, if you're being consistent this year, yep, sweet. I can get why fans are annoyed, though, in regards to, like, you know, he took a dive. But don't blame Remus Smith. Nah. Blame the environment that was created that rewards that. Uh then we have to get to, I mean, and that doesn't, this isn't even mentioning, what was it like? It ended up being like 28 penalties or something like that. If you include the six against. Or was it really? It's like yeah, 20. I felt that way. I've it, it was like 28. Check, check, I'll check the stats. I'll check, now, yeah. check the stats. It was like 28 or something like that. Jeez. Then we get to the absolute howler of Paddy Carrigan. Absolute howler, because I cannot believe for the life of me, Anyone watching that doesn't understand momentum and physics. Mm. Look, I'm not a smart man, Maddie. I'm just a <laughs> bloke with a huge beak that owns a beer and talks on a podcast. That's all I am. That's all I am. But I do understand the basics of physics. When you are coming from one direction and a guy bumps past you, you're going to swing around him. You're going to swing around him. That is all that happened with Paddy Carrigan. He literally swung around fell off the only option patty had was in a heartbeat in literally a millisecond go i am going to completely let go of this tackle because i may land on the bottom of his ankle with not my hips not my hips like what was it? Is he's like top of his arm or something like that like his shoulder yeah and then they gave him they had all that time to review it they didn't just give a penalty they sent him to the bin and that
1: and that's what i think is the worst part because if, if you want to sit here and argue with me that it was a hip drop
0: and I, whatever, then a penalty. Another thing, in, another thing that shouldn't have been played in slow-mo. Well, yeah. Play it in full motion yeah, yeah. and tell me that's a hip drop. If you, even if you think it's a, if it's a hip drop, which I don't, but if you do. Yeah. How is it a sin bin?
1: It was clearly an accident. Clearly an accident. So like absolute worst Absolute worst should have been a penalty. Yeah. Absolute worst if, you're, if you believe it was a hip drop. It wasn't on purpose. Like it was it, – it, it ruined the game
0: it, because that was it. The game was over at that and, point. And it was – what's crazy is up until that point, I was like, even if we lose this – and I was open to losing the game. I even said on the captain's run, it's, this weekend's not about result for Broncos. It's just about going up against the top-tier side and putting in an 80 performance. 80 minute performance. And everything else after that will take care of itself. And that was in regards to the season. Like it's just about building towards the season. Up until the Paddy Carrigan point, even if we lost 16, 10 or 18, 10, I would have been happy to say, I think we're premiership threats because we'd lost Adam Reynolds. We'd been like our main guy. And yet we'd hung in against a Melbourne storm away at Melbourne. I was ready to go. We've gone from a top four side to I think there's a chance we could genuinely win the comp this year. Now, I'm actually – and this is going to make – people going to go, oh, you're an idiot, I don't agree. Like, we've had all these great wins and you haven't said it. I'm actually closer to thinking Broncos can win the comp this year after seeing that performance last night so am I. than I am in previous weeks because of the fact that two sin bins, Adam Reynolds gone as well. And look for – did they have that extra flair to finish the, the – sets off and score points without Reynolds, that'll take time for sure. But did they look that much worse? They didn't really look that much worse. Now it's one game, it's a small sample size. Obviously you want Adam Reynolds in that side, but it just shows you how how far they have come as a side that Adam Reynolds can go in the first 10 essentially. And they can stay in the battle with Melbourne, with two sin bins.
1: Not just not capitulate, they can stay in it.
0: Stay in it and maybe even win it. Like they didn't obviously. Um, and also, like, Storm deserved the win. But, like,
1: they scored two pretty lucky tries at the end, too.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> We're not even foot through with the ref, guys, so don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, and so, yeah, so I was willing to – I it's hard to make a judgment from the game, though, because the ref was so impactful and just so n- not up to standard, in my opinion, yeah. that it's hard to say whether – was it a cracking game by both sides and they were just at a top tier level? Yeah. Or was it a, a stop start affair with so many ups and downs, ins and outs?
1: You're right. And it was 26. I just counted. 26. 26, 26 like penalties slash All six. Right. Games. Let them and like, play. This is a, call it a top four game. Who cares? Like, call yeah. it a top four game, right? Yeah. Heavyweights down in Melbourne. Brisbane haven't won there. We haven't beaten Melbourne in 12 goes or something. Yeah. Like, and and and, and you know, Brisbane have been great, but this was their like this was a fucking big, big test. test. Yeah. And it's so high. Like, I, I think I agree. I think, yep, they've they show showed enough last night, but both teams didn't get the chance to because it was so stop start and then it became so scrappy. And yeah. then it was just it was, the, the game was a bit of a headache to be honest.
0: You just yeah, you do, as I said, you can't really measure yeah. much outside of like you could say maybe the first 60 minutes, you could get a bit of a gauge. So, like both sides, I don't think should be disappointed. I don't think the Broncos should be disappointed. I don't think the Storm should be disappointed. Anyway, Paddy Carrigan get Karrigan gets sent to the bin. I think they score another try.
1: Yeah, they scored a, I think they score a try. They scored
0: off. two tries in both times when they were off, 10 in the bin. They did, yeah. Um, then Olam comes in on Reese Walsh, jams in. Reese Walsh passes the ball, it hits Olam's head. Xavier Coates scores one of the f- best tries you'll ever see. And, and this is from people I've been saying, I don't know what's going on with Xavier Coates. He hasn't really gone on to the level I thought he would go on to. And then you see him do something like that and go, wow. He is, if he does that week in, week out in regards to plays, does big moments like that, he is everything we ever thought he was. It is completely robbed by the referees. We, we wait for the video ref to adjudicate on everything the one play that happens in a heartbeat the ref goes boom straight away knock on yeah it doesn't even let him score doesn't even just go like let's see what happened first like and clearly like coach got the ball straight away all he had to do was wait like three seconds and just go all right we'll go to remember what happened with the um luke brooks Burgess one tom Burgess one yeah yeah and he let it and we all gave the reps so much raps for that. How smart of the ref, he deserves massive raps for allowing play to continue and then making a decision. And not that, cause that was Gerard Sutton, I'll never forget
1: it. Because he was, cause obviously once the whistle goes, that's it. Because mm. players play the whistle. Mm. But Gerard Sutton was about to blow his whistle. So he, in his head made a decision and then took it. It's not like he said he thought play on, he thought mm. there was going to be a stoppage. He, he thought there was a, a try or knock on or whatever, mm. we'll go to the video or whatever it was. Like he had the <coughs> presence of mind to put the whistle in his mouth and then just take it out, okay. and that's what this—that's what should have happened. Th- should have happened. Last and night. we would
0: have been. That would have been on the highlight reel forever. Mm. Like incredible try from the Melbourne Storm and obviously Xavier Coates. So, what I a guy Xavier Coates in my multi suit Oh, did ya? Oh my god! What oh. a great try! Yeah, oh, and there's well, another one. But I, got, but I got robbed, so I didn't. The Reese Walsh quick up. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now that may not have been a try because they all stopped playing. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. But if we would we would have got a quick play the ball at the very least. I,
1: I watched the, um, the by the way nine now they have um they have like mini minis on their on their app. Mm. So I watched it again because I watched the game last night with my family. So I wanted to watch it again like this morning to get like a better a better gauge. That it's so good the nine now um. Uh, mini because it goes for like 26 minutes. It's the best. And, but because it's so con- like condensed, it's basically all it is, is so like Matt Thompson, for example, he would like r- do the play, but then it's all the analysis of like Joey and Billy and that. So it's just 26 minutes of Andrew Johns and Billy Slater, like explaining stuff. It's, it's, if you miss a game, watch the night. How, Don't, how long does it come out after the game? I watched it this morning.
0: So the next day, Must And do they do, do they redo it? as in like to Billy and, and Joey. No, 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 Or no, they no. just use audio so, from the game. So they
1: use the audio from when there's a, there's a stoppage and a replay mm. and then it's Andrew Johns like explaining why something happened mm. or like why this happened, why that happened. Yeah. But they condense it all into that. It is like, it is a dream if you just yeah, want to hear wow. like good chat.
0: Yeah, good. Well, yeah. speaking of nine now, stream live NRL games for free on nine now. Uh, tonight we have the huge Panthers-Roosters game. Then on Sunday, Arvo... We have two teams trying to bounce back after magic round manly v the sharks the biggest games and the best commentary for free get on and stream it now anywhere anytime um again it's just another one of those things guys first of all i think their commentary is better the app is outstanding yeah um no buffering for me no issues last night you've got the minis as well but if we can if they can see the numbers tick up with the bloke community watching online now like for example let's say you have the other networks for the nine now games, if you could just switch it over nine now and show them that the numbers are ticked up, then we get even more access to everything that they've got over there at nine. So make sure the games that you can watch them on nine now, guys. It's completely free, and I'm telling you right now, the ad this this uh, like myth that has been created that you sit through all these ads, it is 100% not true. Yeah, no, nah. D- you don't. You don't. Know you, don't. Yeah. you get. You get one or two ads after a try. Like, you get one ad after a try, pretty much. Yeah,
1: and it tells you, like, on the thing. It says, like, you know, it gives you the countdown.
0: Yeah, it gives you the countdown and everything. Yeah. So make sure when you can, guys, just switch over 9now. Completely free. Just 9now.com.au. It's so, so good. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, Storm beat the Broncos. Yeah. Are the Broncos premiership threats now? I'm closer to saying they are, but I'm still not there yet. Are the Storm back? they i don't think they're back mm. but also a good win but as you said
1: it's so hard to say
0: yeah because of the, the whole Put it this way start. if the ref was like if the ref if the ref had no impact on the game and there weren't seeing bins everywhere and storm won by that margin i wouldn't say they were back but i would be like much more impressed which is unfair the storm did deserve to win the game yeah if they didn't send people for 10 in the bin and and whatever um so yeah look Are the storm back? I'm not sure yet. But look, to be honest, I think we need to stop. And Cam made a good point. We need to stop judging this current storm site on past great sides. That's a good point. Yeah. I I don't think the storm will be back to their 2021 where they were just like breaking records and that. Yeah, like 19. And the only reason why I'm comparing to 2021 is because that's like the same ish without Cam Smith, obviously. Yeah. Post Camp Smith. Post Camp Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard to be that without Papanes and I do really think they, and they've lost so much experience. Jesse Romage, Kenny Romage, Kofusi.
1: That that was so, that's obviously it's come to light now how underrated those,
0: those losses were oh, because those, those guys are
1: killing it. I, I mean, know. It's,
0: it's so, it's going to be, are they back? I think it's going to be very difficult to get back because I have a different roster yeah. with key players, obviously having moved on. Um, I think as well, we need to see Melbourne put a month of footy together. Yeah, exactly. A month of footy together. But the good thing is Munster was firing, Grant was firing. I thought Christian Welsh was really good. so what I love about Munster and Grant, and obviously everyone already, already knows this, but like it just,
1: just came to me again when I was watching it. They're just like, they're obviously two elite, elite, elite players. But they're two guys, and to have two of these guys in your team is a godsend. They're two guys that like, even if, you're, even if the forwards aren't, you know, if the forwards are kind of getting dominated or whatever, they're two guys that can just pull something out of nowhere Mm. from any part of the field. And to have two guys like that is like, there's just warning signs all the time.
0: Harry Grant gives me anxiety. (gasps) Every time he gets into that, like when he's playing the Broncos, every time he gets into dummy half and there's even a micro spec, like I'm talking a millimeter of a chance he takes it. He takes it and, and he always goes, makes the right option. Oh my God. And, the hot, and he blows whole sets apart. Mm. And you go, fuck, we're on the back foot now. They're going to get all the way to there. I thought um, Munster's kicking game outside of one kick was really good. Yeah. I think they did a lot of homework on Selwyn Cobbo. And I think there's this illusion that Selwyn, although he has these big moments in the air sometimes, he also has a tendency to, to drop a few. Yeah. And I think they did some really good uh, video work because you would think it, most people that don't do a lot of video work who would you rather kick to? Selwyn Cobo or Jesse Arthurs?
1: Yeah, you would straight up be like Jesse Arthurs. Jesse Arthurs. Yeah.
0: But they were like, no, no, we've looked at video and we've seen Selwyn can sometimes lose concentration and they peppered him. They peppered him. Um, so, yeah, great. Good win by the Storm though. Yeah. Don't take, I think, as I said, don't take anything away from the victory from the Storm. Yeah. They deserve to, to win. They didn't make those calls. And also they had hard calls against them. Yeah. That You could argue two tries weren't tries or at least one. It was, try it. Yeah,
1: it was a good win from Storm. It was a pretty good to great effort from both sides, but extremely hard
0: to, to take judge. much away from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and both teams were dudded with calls. <laughs> like, there's absolutely no denying that. No denying that. Um, mate, uh, what is it? I'm going up to Byron this weekend to celebrate the birthday.
1: <sighs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, birthday yesterday. Mrs. cooked me some cookies, had some ice cream. Have Did you been also. to Byron? Yeah, I'm from the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, Byron's so good, so so good.
1: You know, I've never been to Byron.
0: Never been? Nah. Well, it's it's just a as long as the weather is not cold, which it usually. I mean, it can get cold, obviously, in the winter months. Um, it's just a cruisy place. The only issue or worry for Byron is it getting too commercialized. Because I grew up on the Gold Coast, and I remember the Gold Coast being way less city like. Now it's still holding its its charm. The Gold Coast have done pretty well, but it's like back in the day, it, there was no city whatsoever. Like there, it wasn't built up, no traffic. It was almost like a beach town. Whereas now it's like basically a destination, a city destination. Yeah, of course. Uh, Sunshine Coast, they're actually making active, taking active stance on making sure they don't turn into a, a big city.
1: Are they? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. Which is smart because you don't, if you come become just another big city, then you don't be you lose your holiday There's destination no to difference. it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Byron, it's going to be interesting because so many rich people buy there, mm. drives up the price of real estate, and then the locals that have been there all their lives have to move further and further out. It's I mean it's it's the cycle of I guess capitalism really. Yeah. One one spot becomes popular. Rich people want to live there, or yeah. buy, they all hang around each other. Then the locals that have been there their whole life slowly get pushed out into the outside, outer uh, regions, um, or they have to live in a shoebox in the city. Uh, so, yeah, isn't, I mean that's uh, happens. That's been happening since the dawn of time, yeah, really. Of is people owning land and then oh, someone else coming in, going, "Nup, nah, see you later." Uh, Hopefully,
1: you can keep its what it what it really means. Like, yeah,
0: okay. it's. Uh, I th- I think they're a lot more. Most governments, I hope anyway, are a lot more cognizant of not losing what makes that area so special now. Yeah. But, oh, man, when you go to Sydney, it is just Meriton after Meriton building going oh, up. Oh, it's everywhere. It like, I remember we first moved in to Alexandria. Sorry, uh, Rosebery, And at the start, it was relatively quiet. And then it just got louder and louder. Then we moved out to Alexandria. It's still- Where were you in Rosemary? Um, Like, just down the road from where I am now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah in Alexandria, it's still kind of quiet, but it is in, in the space of a year or like, we've been there for a few years now, but in the space of like three years, it is way more congested yeah. than it was three years ago. The, oh, the, the, the roads around here are getting worse and worse. It's yeah. like, have
1: you, have you noticed near, um? so I've lived here my whole life. Mm. Green Square station didn't exist when I was growing up. It was just dirt. Mm. Now there's obviously all those crown, crown towers and mm. all that around there. But have you seen their building like, Three huge new apartment blocks, and I think they're building a school as well around here. So it's just going to get—it's
0: going get to the worse. amount of people coming in like it'll just be wall to wall traffic. Yeah. Like you won't be able to get a park anywhere. I mean, you still, still can't, can't anyway. <laughs> like you come to this studio, if you don't get a park in a car park, you literally have to drive five minutes down the road. Well, to get the the a park. reason
1: you and I walk. Is because if we have one person come in they
0: need to take that one spot. they need to take the one spot that we have <laughs> hurry up it's, yeah it's just getting it's getting it's getting worse oh man and that's where you go like look i understand it like it's, it's people need to live close to their work and it's real estate and blah blah but sometimes you're like surely we could plan this a little bit better than just like cramming everyone just straight into one spot yeah because sydney's going to get to the point where it's. Like la traffic or whatever you've heard the oh i've the seen, t- I've seen the yeah and it's just stories. like
1: what no one wants to live in no. that Sydney traffic's already house
0: so bad so bad um but yeah it's byron. uh how good byron yeah. bay are you going today yeah this other yeah nice. Gone. gonna go out with my brother and their family which is good uh and bring, as i said last night uh, last night i uh i had my missus made me some cookies and ice cream cookies. and it was fantastic what kind of m M&M and cookies? cookies oh they're so good bro so fucking good man the so
1: good. like the um peanut m&m's the normal m&m's
0: normal m&m's i'm pretty sure yeah, yeah so nice. good unbelievable uh it's like when you're so used to not eating sugar or trying not to when you do it's like oh um but yeah anyway huge games this weekend huge games this weekend uh but don't forget if you're gonna have a feed if you're going to have a feed, don't forget, guys, hungriest player this week was Cotter. So use code Cotter to get free delivery when you spend $15 or more. Uh, so code Cotter, you spend $15 or more, you get free delivery with the code Cotter. Uh, also, and this is a separate deal, you can't use them uh, together. New customers to Menulog, who listen to Bloke, head to offers.menulog.com.au to get $15 off as well. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes link in the show notes yeah what's your favorite food very simple when when it comes to this i just
1: i i could live off spaghetti bolognese rest of my life really i I love it it is just it's i know i I tell you what it is and i i only discovered this recently because i can't smell that good and actually i can't really smell at all and i only learned recently that that affects your taste so I reckon I have really bland taste buds. Mm. So I like I like a lot of like very simple stuff. Like Probably if it's not spaghetti, I'll like, I love going steak. Um, but when it goes to like going out to a restaurant, I like going to French. So I'm pretty all over the place. But if I had to pick a food to-, to So dinner, you
0: basically I'm, like food?
1: I like food, yeah. yeah. But like all, in different scenarios. So like if I'm going to the pub, I'll have a steak or a parmig. So knows.
0: you're a normal human being? I'm a normal human being. And I ask you for your fucking favorite fruit. My I did ask you to say fucking- <laughs> I like all food. Yeah, we all like food, you idiot. (laughs) Spaghetti. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So you like food? I like food. That's what a groundbreaking stop the press headline tomorrow, Daily Telegraph, Maddie the Waterboy likes food. That's what you come to this podcast for, for this groundbreaking information. (laughs) Exclusives. Exclusive Maddie loves food. Uh, Well, you didn't ask because you're a dog, but I reckon pizza's probably my (laughs) favourite. I reckon pizza's probably my favourite. Do you know how podcasts work? Well, so I was
1: so rattled that like, I I I just
0: like I ask you something, yeah, and then you ask me something. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? It's because you think you're the big time now, eh? And you think that you're like <laughs> Josh Adakar sitting across, and I'm interviewing you. That's what's going on right now, eh?
1: That's right. Yeah. You
0: fucking yeah. dog. <laughs> So, I yeah, tell you what, guys. You give people a platform, gets to their head, all of a sudden they don't need you anymore. I just anymore. need
1: like a little drop in my ego.
0: <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> of a sudden they don't need you no more. And Maddie is a perfect example of that. It always happens. Story as old as time. Give someone an opportunity. They love you for the first half of it. And all of a sudden, oh, they need they need poor beak no more. Poor <gasps> beak. All right. Mm. What, what kind
1: of pizza? Oh, just cheese. Straight cheese. Really? Yeah, straight cheese. I tell you what. And like... This is a weird diversion, but you know, like there's some movie scenes that like stick with you forever. Mm. This is a weird one. In Home Alone Two, mm. when Kevin gets in the limo and they give him this cheese pizza and it's like steaming hot. Mm. That's I still think about that and it makes me hungry.
0: Really? Yeah, that really? Is cheese
1: pizza. But it's. Like,
0: Do you remember what brand they gave him? Well, no, it was nah, just I'm, a pizza. We don't have a clue. Just okay. pizza. Yeah. I tell you, we so we're in uh, we're in Italy yeah. and we're coming back from. Oh, man, where were we coming back from? Maybe Positano? I don't know. Anyway, somewhere we're coming back somewhere south of Italy, so probably Positano. And you've got to come up. So Positano's in the south of Italy on the Amalfi Coast. So, But you've got to come up towards, when as you come north, you've got to go through a place called Naples. And Naples is like, maybe we'll come from Florence. Anyway, Naples is like, it's a beautiful city, but it's rough. At least parts of it's like, it's, it's a tough city. You know, when you get there, it's an eye-opener. But the best pizza in the world is there, allegedly. It was on Sex in the City and all these other, you know, people. Also, it's famous. It's a famous. Yeah, right. It's famous. And so we're on the train. We got an hour to go and get the pizza. It's a 15-minute walk. Come back get on the train then we we stop in Milan for like 30 minutes. And then I think, I don't know, we head up somewhere else. I forget it now, but somewhere up north of Italy, maybe even, um, anyway. So we stop for the hour and we're like, we're gonna be sweet. We walk to the pizza store and it's just like in the back of, cause what people don't realize here in Australia is if you think Sydney's busy, you think Sydney's busy, go to Paris, Milan, any of these, like these are huge. And it is like Tuesday, it'll be a Tuesday and it is chockers, like everywhere. Anyway, so we're in Naples and we're walking, it takes it says 15 minutes at 11 in the morning. So it's 11 in the morning. We, we turn the corner, it's just down this, there's no huge sign, it's not this crazy, it's world famous though, everyone knows what it is. It's 11 in the morning, we turn the corner because it's supposed to open at 11. There is a lineup around the corner to get this pizza that's how good it is
1: really like just on a random day
0: just a random tuesday just a random day that's how popular and world famous this, this pizza is holy shit! and so you when you get there you get a ticket and there's this italian dude he sits at the front and he like yells aggressively at people like angry as shit. but then when you ask him for something he's nice so like really like almost like if he spoke like that a lot in australia he would get in fights all the time. Mm. But in Italy, I don't know, there must be a cultural speaking. Like, for ex- you see a lot of, uh, like, ethnic people that will speak loudly with their hands and and it's, like, normal for them to do that? Well, my, my girlfriend's Italian and I went to Christmas. So you know what I'm yeah. talking about. And you're sitting there going, <laughs> is there about to be a punch <laughs> on her? Or, <laughs> like, or, like, they speaking normally. What the hell's going on? So, whereas in Australia, if you do that, it's, like, okay there's something bad something to happen. going on here yeah anyway this dude is like yelling aggressively i'm just like making me what's weird is it it shows you how you know i consider myself like a quite level-headed guy i'm not a, i don't carry on like a dickhead but it shows you how we all have an ego because like even me i was like grading at the like <laughs> like fuck this comes you know like <laughs> i don't know it was almost like a challenge it was like i was a chimp and he was a chimp <laughs> And he was like aggressively challenging me. As I said, it, I, I don't know what, like I wasn't gonna do anything about it. But then like, so we we're, t- we're, t- we're looking at the clock, because what they do is, is they just let a certain amount in the pizza shop and you get your ticket and you get your pizza and you can sit down and whatever, but it's a small shop. On top of that, world famous pizza, guess how much? How much? Like five euros. Oh, So you're talking like arg- like cheaper, as cheap, I think it might even be two fifty. Anyway, nearly as cheap as a cheap- Is it a like cheap, a whole pizza or is it like the big slice? Whole pizza. Oh, really? We're talking as cheap as Domino's down the road. Oh, shit. And I don't know why they don't raise their prices. Anyway, we're in the line and we're going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Our train leaves. We're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. Oh. So we went to the front line and this guy that's been aggressively <laughs> alpha-dogging everyone for like 30 minutes. I'm like, listen, <laughs> with my hands up like that, like, listen, bro, we are from Australia. We have a train to catch- In about 30 minutes is there any chance that instead of us getting the pizza there we could just get it and go and so he yells at the top of his line camp camp as if to tell the the cooks to push out ahead of everyone else everyone was fine with it they got it and so I ended up doing a math. So he was like actually a really nice guy, did us a massive <laughs> favor, but he just spoke super He's just like aggressive. And aggr- yeah, just loud and <laughs> aggressive. Cause I was thinking like, there's no way this guy's going to let us skip the line. Cause everyone was okay. Everyone gets it. You got to train like we're Australians. percent. Everyone yeah. understands. And so I thought this guy was going to be like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to give you no, like, you know, I'm not giving you nothing anyway. So we get the pizza and we're like so annoying we can't just sit down and eat yeah. it in regards to sitting inside the thing and we're like running back to make sure that <sighs> we get to the train station that's stress <clears throat> we get to the train station and we've got about 15 minutes before the train gets there so we sit on this gutter in naples <laughs> like absolute like pretty putrid yeah. gutter we have the first pizza and we go oh that's that's good it's good but it's not like mind blind yeah so we Had the second pizza expecting it to be so it was extremely good. The first one, the second pizza, we both take a bite at the same time and we both look at each other and go, Oh my god. So, what they do is, is they so if you ask for a margarita cheese pizza, they'll put just different types of cheese on it, but they you don't get to choose, they'll just give you what they think they want to give you. Uh, I get it, yeah. And so, you don't know what you're biting into. The second one we bit into was like this smoked kind of anyway, it was easily the best pizza i've ever had in, in my life like so oh me and my man. wife are sitting on this like little gutter <laughs> eating this pizza going oh my this is the best ever and this italian old guy walks past and he's like "Buon appetito <laughs> um and so we eat the pizza we get on the train and we head obviously up to milan but it was unbelievable the rush the madness to get it the crazy guy at the front the all that kind of stuff because like, I, I imagine like during it you would have been a, like anxious and yeah stressed. anxious as but and like also when, once he threw it it's getting to the it was so we were so close to missing the train that it was getting to the point that we were going to leave without getting our pizzas so we were just going oh, okay. and so we were we were nearly at the point of being upset that we were here at the world's best like voted by Michelin everything the world's best pizza place in Naples and we were literally inside it, but we didn't eat the pizza. Yeah, And we were thinking that's going to happen, but because of this loud, aggressive, alpha dog Italian dude, <laughs> helping, you out. helping us out, we got to eat it in a gutter in Naples. And it's such a great memory to have. Just like, adds to, adds to well, it's eye. just like to think that I'd be over, you know, with uh, my best friend, the love of my life in Naples, eating the best pizza in the world. Like it, that truly is uh, like the only reason that I want money like as in to be successful yeah. is obviously health pay the bills and to be able to have experiences like that. I do not care about cars. Like look, sometimes the ego gets the better of you. And sometimes you want to be like, yeah, I'm the man and fuck this, that. And like, you know, and you're just going to be like, mate, that's just your ego speaking. Like you really aren't like one thing could go wrong and all of a sudden you're not. But th- that's the only thing the reason why I would want money is, is to travel and have moments with my family or my wife, health, um, with the kids and obviously pay your bills
1: i agree though like i i I get so much joy out of um like paying for an experience for for myself and courtney like Mm. it's just there's just you get you get something out of it that like it's like you're paying for the good (laughs) the good feeling that you get yep you know what i mean um man what an experience and and just every every that just adds to the it just adds to the memory the memory Mm. you'll cherish forever i i love that um they they don't let you pick like there's some there's some restaurants in the city I think Bisteca the steak place which is like they don't let you choose how to do the steak they are just like let us let us do it mm-hmm. I like those places because they know what they're good at
0: yeah and also like it's it's a confidence in our ability to yeah. deliver what hundred percent. It makes you
1: think, oh, these guys, are these guys know. And
0: also you're getting a unique experience. Exactly. Yeah. You're not walking into a restaurant and just telling them what you want at each restaurant and you're just going to different restaurants. Mm. Like you're literally getting that experience from that place. Yeah. Man, there's so many good memories. We went to um, Versailles. And so Versailles, uh, Mariette Antoinette used to live there. And she was like this famous, um, this famous like queen that, was famously beheaded by the people, but she used to be loved by the people. Mm. And so we went to Versailles. Man, this place, like, I cannot, what country is that? That's in uh, Paris.
1: Oh, oh okay, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So in Paris, so, yeah, mm. it's Paris, pretty sure. Because first you go to the Louvre, because like, so the taxi driver was like, "Go to the Louvre first, don't go to the Versailles, because Versailles will ruin the Louvre for you." Now the Louvre right. is cool. The Louvre is really cool because it's basically all history. It's inc- It's incredible. But then you go out to Versailles and you see where they used to live because they lived at Louvre, then they left and they went to an even better place, which right. was built by one of the Kings, King Philip maybe. And uh, and so just the memories of like walking through, that they used to live there. Some of the places in the higher levels, they keep as exactly as what they used to live like, but there's also this back place. that was just Marie Antoinette's, her house that she would go to, that they, you catch like this like little, it's almost like a golf cart out there. And it was great because we went out there as it was late in the day, so there was barely anyone there. The sun was setting, and I just just couldn't believe that we we're at this historic place with mm. you couldn't see anyone else in these gardens. Man, traveling is it's as I said, it's like literally the one thing that that's all I want to do. That's the Isn't, all it, I wanna isn't do. it the best? Yeah. Oh man, I just want to experience all these incredible places. And like I
1: remember when I went to um
0: I went to America
1: and Canada just before COVID and mm. so i like went through america and then skied on skied in whistler and covid was like starting to ramp up as we mm. were over there and then i haven't been anywhere overseas since but i remember like during especially during covid when everything was shut just thinking fuck i'm so grateful that i got to do it before do that before yeah i went to try i went to china a few years ago you can't even go there anymore you can't
0: go to china right now still i don't still.
1: think i don't think so yeah i would to love to go up. to china the great, for- the great war was one of the best
0: really oh just so epic it's just just amazing yeah because yeah. you forget like we often focus on western history and maybe you know rome and greece and that's our kind of history path or whatever but there's a whole other almost different train track of history of eastern history of china mm. japan japan's actually older than china which is crazy to think mm. uh that, that you don't we don't even consider you know what i mean because that's that's eastern history yeah but it is just they have their rome they have their all the stuff that we have they have it too yeah yeah uh but yeah europe was absolutely i just it almost feels like a fever dream now mm. like it doesn't seem real that we got to go there for seven weeks
1: yeah oh, right. that was a good stint
0: out right. I'd like i would do anything to be able to do that again this off season but yeah, i doubt it absolutely. i doubt it oh, i'm too busy running this bloody like beer company, mate. How, how, has this been a year now? The MIDI? A bit over? I think it's... When was the... No, Origin 1. So not even a so year.
1: Even, this isn't even a year old yet.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's... Uh, time, and time and effort. People are loving the MIDI. They seriously love the MIDI. I
1: noticed it in, in... I don't know what the numbers are like, but a lot of Queenslanders like
0: the MIDI. Yeah, well, it's actually picked up heaps in New South Wales. Heaps. Yeah. Um, because people are just responding to it, you know, like they're getting it and going, oh, and they're like repeat buyers. Same with the lager, like the lager still outsells the midi, uh, but for it to, you know, be so quick in in the numbers that it's doing is pretty incredible. And we're hoping, hoping that it becomes key retail. And what key retail is in, in the beer industry is, so there's a thing called ALM and ALM, they're a distribution company. So basically all the independent bottle stores use a company called ALM they, and just because if you had all separate distribution companies, it'd be too expensive. Yeah. Like distribution for beer is like, it's why we don't buy it online. Cause it's, you gotta pay an extra 10 bucks or 20 bucks freight for your beer. And you're like, yeah. no, I'll just got a bottle. Of and, uh, but key retail, basically they go, well, what we'll do is, is all the places that are under our banner, ALM, like celebrations and all that. We will say to them, you've, you've, you don't have to stock, you know, mid strength, but if you do, you get these really good deals. Yep. And once we do that it'll be in way more stores but the beer industry people don't realize i mean they, they probably do like most people that kind of like focus like have a real think about with the beer industry they kind of only look at the big wins and go oh look at the beer!" you just mate, start your own beer and you'll sell it for billions <laughs> to whatever but it's actually really hard to crack in the beer industry because the margins are tiny they are tiny because like for example we're not a craft beer in regards to we don't sell ourselves as like I could never feel comfortable, uh, uh, like our lager. I would never be like, oh, he's 80 bucks for a lager. Like, it just, you that's, know. well, that's not what my, the bloke community is. No, nah, not at all. We usually, we would drink your Forex, your VB, your Great Northern. That's usually what we drink. So it's like, why would I, you know, go and be a real crafty beer? Cause and and then, um, there are some people that enjoy rugby league that love craft beers, but most of them, they're drinking Great Northern Forex, VB, oh, Han, Super Dry, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, the toughest thing for like bloke in regards to pricing is, is like, we have to make it competitive, but because we contract brew, we don't have our own brewery. Uh, Cause that's like, <laughs> like I think people really think bloke is bigger than it is because it is so well known. It's everywhere, yeah. But we have a small team, we're a small team. Um, and so we contract brew. And the only way you are ever gonna make money in the beer in regards to like the, the the area in which we price our beer is if you hit scale. And like what scale means is basically you're selling so much cases of beer that you can brew a lot at once, which brings costs down because every time you have to brew like smaller amounts, it costs more. It's like anything, like you order a lot of, when you order a lot of things, you always get a discount. Why? Because they can make a small margin on a lot rather than a big margin on not a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so that's why it's so hard for us to be, that's why we we invest in price. And like, for example, in reality, we should really probably be selling the beer for like 75, 80 bucks. Yeah. But as I said, I know that our, you know, the bloke community, that's not, they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna buy that. So we play the long game and go, look, let's let's get it out there for a competitive price. And then in five years time, when we can hit scale, like maybe we do build a brick, uh, build a big, huge brewery or we partner with a big, huge brewery, then we actually can make a little bit of a margin because it's cheaper to brew because we're brewing at scale. Um, so beers, is a long play, a long-term. It's <laughs> long-term, a lot of capital, but the exit can be huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like anything, like anything that has these huge results is super hard, you know, like it, and anything that's easy to do, you know, like just to start up like, some like, for example, clothing companies—they're rel- relatively easy to start up. Like we've got clothes like we've got merch in that—they're relatively easy. You put a shirt, get a bunch of shirts, yeah, put some print on it. But do they hold the same value as say a beer company? Well, not really, because a beer company is uh, something that you buy each week. You get down to your local, you grab your six-pack, you grab your case. It's, do you buy a shirt every week? No. no, you don't. Do you? Are you wearing the same brand that you had fifteen from fifteen years ago? Definitely not. Usually, Usually not. not, but there are some that break the mold, like for example, I think the guys at G up are killing it. Mm. They did so this it's so i think what I love about the G up first of all, you know if you're you know you see you see bloke and you see all these other companies and you go, "Wow, bloke, and that must be going really good." G up are going crazy good, like we're talking otherworldly good uh they've gone international. And they're just moving in silence, to a degree. Like obviously they like advertise and everything like that, but you wouldn't, because they don't have huge podcasts. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but when you're talking about young, youngish entrepreneurs, I hate that word, but that are killing it, fuck G'd up, are doing it so well. Because it's what I love as well about G'd up, and I hope you know what g up is. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see it everywhere. Is it's almost like it's like bloke, but for the new emerging Aussie person mm. do you know what i'm saying mm. so like western sydney that culture has just exploded oh yeah absolutely and that's just as australian now even though like i know like people like to hold on to the history of being like aussie Ocker bloke and the typical image of an aussie bloke is you know like yourself you're literally like the typical yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah whereas in the next 20 to 30 years it's going to be multicultural For sure it, i mean it already well, is multicultural it's getting, it's getting, yeah and that area, Western Sydney, has created its own unique culture. Western Sydney is on the map. They yeah. they're on the map. And so what I love about GDAP, it's almost like a representation of that newish yeah. Aussie bloke. Mm. Um it's it, it's not the same as bloke, but it is it's parallel to bloke, put it yeah. that way. Like whereas obviously bloke is more like, you know, country lad, sinking beer, watching footy. Theirs is almost city willing to pay more for fashion love their hoodies love their jackets all that kind of stuff but yeah they're they're absolutely they're going so mad and they've just the fact that the good thing about what they're doing as well as they've gone international so they're they're no longer playing in a you know just australia they're playing across the whole world that if you're big in australia compared to being a big in america 330 million people Yeah, yeah so many in a huge, like Australia is such a big, we're so spread out from each other too. Like people in Perth don't give a shit about what's happening in Queensland. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so that there's an example of, I mean, they've been around for a while. I think they started a while ago and then he stopped and then they started again, but they're an example of a clothing company that could really could eventually exit and make a lot. I mean, they're already fucking making so much cash. They're killing it. But most clothing companies, it's, they don't stand the test of time yeah. and they, you know, they come and go and that's what I in regards to beer, it's so hard to get into it. So capital ex- uh, intensive, you don't make much profit initially. It's all about hitting scale, but a bloke that drunk a VB when he was 18, he'll drink that till he's 70. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, and so, you know, and what, as I said, what I love about G'd Up is they're representing more than, it's more than clothes and it's, it's actually a culture that they're representing and that's why i do think a, a, a brand like g Dup could make some could be around for quite a while whereas there are other clothing brands where it's just like you're putting on a light and, you know there's some good ones there's some bad ones but some of them are just they come they go and, yeah, and sure. whatever um and i, I only use clothings because we because we, we do we it, do it too, yeah. we do it so i know what the process is compared and i know how capital of intensive capital intensive it is compared to like perfect example like you you could you brew a batch of beers it's gonna cost you seventy thousand (laughs) bucks so boom there you go like that's just one batch so that's what 1500 cases of beer or whatever um and also tax excise is crazy tax excise is essentially 50 percent. it's not it's like 42 or something but it's essentially 50 whereas clothes you can go i'm gonna get 100 shirts i'm gonna print something on them i'm gonna make about a 40 percent some of them make more margin but i'm going to just go minimum a 40% margin on each shirt that i sell by i'm going to, next time i'm going to buy 150 shirts 200 shirts you know you can go yeah, whereas so the margin's always kind of there it's always yeah. kind of there and you can always just keep building whereas like with beer you're not even going to make margin your first you know you might make f- three bucks two bucks a yeah. buck you might make you might lose five bucks mm-hmm. whereas a shirt if you if you print it into and you for 12 bucks and you sell it for we sell it for che- or i consider it cheap forty nine five. but a lot of other companies they might sell it for 80 bucks mm-hmm. you're making big big margin on that big margin and so um yeah the beer industry it's super competitive hyper competitive but it's like anything in life the reward is could be whatever you want it to be really mm. like look at stone and wood look what bolter, bolter did yeah another dude to shout out man shake oh adam, the great the adam McDougal. mcdougal so smart what he did far out so smart like aussie weight loss yeah speaking simply to blokes not this like what what i love and this is just an looking outside looking in what i loved about what he did is that often protein is focused at gym junkies like yeah. get big get ripped there's a dude on the front he's shredded out his mind trend out of his mind steroids out of his mind <laughs> what i thought adam mcdoodle did so like so perfectly is he identified most people trying to get healthy are not gym junkies no, yeah, yeah they are normal Aussie blokes that their wife or kids are saying you need to get healthy because we want you to be around for us and you, so you give, you deliver them really simple, really. And look, it's a very like dad joke ish uh, kind of content, but that's the market. Mm. That's the market is genius. And and he exited for reportedly <laughs> four hundred million millions. Yeah. And so, I, and I don't know how much percentage of the company owned by that stage. So it's not to say that he would have got four hundred million from like from that, but he would have got a like, fair got a whack, whack. A fair whack. I love
1: as well that their slogan was um, lose the beer gut without losing the beers. Yeah. That just appeals to everyone. It everybody. appeals to everyone.
0: And it's 100% right. Like you having a few beers on the weekend is not the reason why you are overweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's your day-to-day diet and making sure you're just having less calories than you, yeah. you know, um, you burn more yeah, calories than yeah, you yeah, eat. Yeah, Like it really is that simple. And also the Man Shake, it's a great product. It's it's what I use. Yeah. 100%. And that's not even, I'm not saying that you can go back, you can scroll back on my Instagram from like years ago and you'll see me with a picture with it oh, Okay, I genuinely use it because it's a good product and, oh, go. and also like Adam McDougall seems like a bloke that I can trust yeah
1: exactly right
0: yeah. and then and like I've I sh- and that's not I don't think that's marketing I think that's he genuinely does give a shit Yeah, he genuinely does give a shit so um, yeah man Jacob killed it what a <gasps> and that's why I always like still young- everywhere too it's it's gonna get bigger. Yeah. It's gonna get bigger, and then they released the I think the woman shake or the the lady shake. Oh, did they? No yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And so I always, when people like like young entrepreneurs or whatever. Again, I hate that word. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. Like entrepreneur, like everyone. If you work in it for another company, you're technically an entrepreneur yourself because yeah. you're working just to get promoted to earn more money. Like everyone is just working. To earn more money it's like it's such an eye rolly word too. Oh, it it's it's like, totally poisoned
1: yeah yeah anyway
0: yeah. like, what i love about sorry what i tell people that are like oh you know i want to get into business first of all i tell them i don't know shit about business <laughs> that's what i tell them i say i don't know shit. i'm so new to it i'm just doing my best if you want to know like people that have a, a masters in business it's guys like mark boris yeah if if I could recommend to anyone that is interested in getting into business, there is only one person on the internet you should be listening to, it's Boris. This guy is a genius when it comes to business. I I tend, like I like to think that I'm relatively switched on. When I have chats with him, he hits me with questions that like, not only did I not know to think of them, it's like an unknown unknown. I didn't even know that it existed to think of them. Uh, he is a genius and his advice is bang on every time, every single time. But Young people with business economy, come to me like they always want to do the glitzy and the glamour product like you know i want to have a, a fashion label like gucci or i want i want to craft beer like stone and wood and the, the really high ritzy stuff and i'm always like guys the mass market isn't high and ritzy the mass market is your everyday bloke yep. don't don't get caught up in your ego of wanting to look like the man and killing it when Instead, think about what is the demographic that I'm trying to sell a product to? Are you selling to yourself and your own ego or are you selling something to a specific demographic? What are their needs and wants? Give them that. Give them that. And it's like we're with bloke, everyday blokes love their footy. They're blokey and they they should be proud of being blokey. But at the same time, they're also not emotionless. emotionless <laughs> you know zombies walking around that everyone seems to paint blokes like we're yeah. not like that we care about a lot of things we care about people in our lives we have chats with each other privately we if we have problems we open up to each other if we need to but at the same time we're bloke and it's also like there's a time and place for that kind of mm. stuff um so that is big big business <laughs> that was a
1: uh, that was a deep dive yeah, into the beer
0: industry deep dive i mean we yeah you go deeper <laughs> you go deeper because like that's alms just one part of it yeah. then you got Endeavor or Woolworths. So that's Dan Murphy's. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure it's Woolworths still, but anyway, Endeavor, Dan Murphy's, which is the biggest, they're the big dogs. Yeah. Then you've got Coles. So it goes, Dan Murphy sells the most liquor. Then it's ALM's distribution, which is all just independent bottlers that are Australian owned. So you've got like, then they're owned by a local family or whatever. So you yeah, got celebrations, yeah. you got Bottlow, all the people that we mentioned on the podcast, yeah. uh, Porter's Liquor, um, Thirsty Camel, Liquor Legends. These are all, independently owned kind of thing. is, Then you've got Coles, obviously, um, First Choice liquor, I think it is.
1: Yeah, First Choice Yeah, thing, yeah.
0: But yeah, so that's the rank of it. But yeah, like it is, it's a really tough, capital intensive business, but if you can hit scale and get people repeat buying like thousands and thousands of people, it is, yeah, it's the dream. It's the dream. Now we're not even close to that yet. We're tiny, we're only, the beer's really, we launched a while ago and it was just me, which is so naive, but this, version of the beer is really only three years old like yeah. um and so yeah the beer industry so if you ever sit in there going oh why is it 59.95 or 62 or whatever i promise you we're not making
1: yeah bargain <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like and and when you see the specials of like 50 bucks we won't be making money on that yeah. it's a special um to get people to try it and enjoy it and also to reward the blow community like if you walk in fuck yeah 50 bucks you get to save 10 bucks like that's um yeah, and then obviously once you hit scale, then that's when you like when you see beer like VB and that, like the scale that they're at, I don't I don't think people like Great Northern, for example. Yeah. I don't think people really understand how big they are giant. They're number one for first of all, they're number one. Yeah. Uh but the amount of that, that, that their breweries would be ticking through, oh. the scale at which they'd be operating. You know, let's say they sell a hundred thousand cases a week. They might make a dollar on each case, yeah. you know? So they, they, because they can make a dollar on each case rather than $20 on a thousand cases a week over a hundred thousand cases a week, you know? Yeah. So there's a industry for you. Wow. And yeah, G up. If it goes public, buy, buy some stock in it. Wow, yeah, They're killing it. They yeah. killing it. They are absolutely killing it. And also the man killing it. Get
1: the man <laughs> Wow, that was interesting
0: as. Yes. Oh, and I really don't know much about, um, have we done nine now? We've done, night we've done now. Night now. Yeah, we've done Just night now. Just before we go, I don't know if you've seen this and
1: fucking I don't know what it is with New South Wales Blues, but dropping like flies. Spencer Lee who's out now with a ruptured
0: testicle. Oh, poor fella. Yeah. It's one of those injuries too where like people take the piss out of him. Yeah. And you're like, bruh.
1: He, he pla- it's one of those things that you take the piss and like when someone gets hissed in the nuts, you kinda of laugh, but you kinda of cringe. But this one,
0: oh, ruptured. A oh, Oh my god. Imagine oh the banter, the poor fella I was dealing with. Yeah, huge out. And he wouldn't have been bad on the bench, especially with how many forwards are gone.
1: I just, I don't know who, like.
0: Oh, we have to clear up the Moses Liotta thing. Oh, fuck, yeah. So I'm Ron Burgundy. I just read what's in front of me. What's Uh, bizarre, I cannot believe we brought up Moses Liotta as an option. Because I literally was giving him raps playing for the Kiwis. The
1: the reason is, though, is because I'm not making excuses, but, like, he only got it was a Ronaldo Moltala situation. He was in he was in because last Origin camp I was in twenty twenty. Mm. He was in contention and people were talking about him mm. and that's why I was in my head. I didn't I check everything. I don't know why I fucking check this one. But anyway, yeah. So he got denied at the back end like about a year ago. Mm. So and then he he went to the World Cup. I remember him being in the World Cup, but it must have just left my mind. But yeah, my
0: sincere apologies that that was my fault. Yeah, I Um, should have known too. though. The name did look weird when I wore it. I was like... But anyway, (laughs) I went with it. I went with it. My bad. My bad. Um, He's a Kiwi, obviously. He killed it at the World Cup. Or he played well at the World Cup. Also,
1: shout out to the guy, forget your name, who informed us that the reason for in ourselves... Yeah, that was my next thing. He was like... He could have absolutely said, you're a fucking dog for saying that, but he was so respectful and nice about it because I felt terrible. I didn't didn't know that.
0: When I saw that, I felt terrible too. Anyway, so last week... Matty asked, why don't you wear hats in mm. RSLs and that? Yeah, And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, because, which is, I feel terrible because my <sighs> grandfather, well both of them fought in the war and my grandfather at Corumbin is like, was a huge part of the RSL there. Yeah, But the reason why you don't wear hats in RSLs is to honor fallen soldiers. Yeah. Crazy. When I read that, my heart sank. <laughs> I know I read it too. I was like, fuck that bad. But at the same time, it is good cuz now the people listening to this know yeah. it also yeah. and we go bloody oath i'm never wearing a hat i'm yeah. never going to even
1: think about you it you know man. yeah
0: like but and that is good that we do that shit yeah. so thank you to the thank got you a to that, guy. that guy and also got a few comments as well so um in sorry a few messages as well in regards to that it's to honor the fallen soldiers um which is uh yeah i'm i'm i love that i really do love that now let's get on to some tips mate I honestly can't remember who I tipped at the start of this week, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> just gonna start again. Um, as I said, I don't remember, so I'm just gonna go with it. Doggies, obviously brought to you by Sportsbet. Uh, if you're gonna have a punt, you do it with Sportsbet, guys. You already know they're number one in the business, baby. Number one in the business. Do it responsibly. You win some, but you lose more. I only bet what you can afford, guys. Just a little bit of fun. Yeah, doggies. Versus the Warriors, doggies paying two ten. Warriors dollar Look, I got an interesting one about this. We talk about the whole
1: unconscious bias stuff in the Warriors last week, mm. and this the ref tonight. I'm sure we'll go we'll go into the game thinking 100 percent shade down the middle. But because of what's happened, do you reckon the Warriors will get a 50-50 call here and there? It's possible. I'm not I saying,
0: yeah, bro. It was in Parliament. There was a dude in Parliament <laughs> saying we got ro- like a Warriors got robbed. I feel sorry for the Bulldogs, to be honest. Oh, like, man. No, I think... <laughs> yeah, look. I feel sorry for the ref. Because oh, he's, yeah. he's under immense pressure. pressure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, going Warriors. I'm going Warriors, yeah. I'm okay. going Warriors. Not I'm, for that reason. Not but, for that reason. Yeah. I just think that I love what they're doing to the Warriors. Uh, they, I mean, they were right in that game against the Penny Panthers. Penny Panthers, Roosters. Uh, Penrith. I'm sure. going Penrith, but the Roosters, they're just... They're like a... Almost like a, a a live tiger, like ready to It could, it could be sedate and you be, might be fine, or it could literally tear your face off.
1: For sure. And the Roosters, they got Penrith twice in the next month or so. So they'll look to this period Mate, and this I mean, draw, I mean, they'll, they'll be up for it. Yeah, the how
0: trunch. weird. How, it must be, there must be an outside influence that has made this draw so bizarre this year. Mm. Well, I think it's a system and it, and
1: it like, a computer system and then and they claim that it's, it's the fairest way to do it but i don't see how it's maybe it's fair but it's not like i don't know how it's fair to be honest well, it could never be fair but it doesn't make sense that's yeah. what it,
0: anyway whatever um yeah look i'm gonna go penny panthers uh the roosters they're so bizarre they'll they're explode, so bizarre. Sir. surely surely it's gonna come together and everyone's gonna because like some people are writing them off Mm, don't write them off It's That's only stupid. round 10 It's round 11 this week has never start far. I know There's, they're starting slower than usual but mm, It's round and they're sitting They're in the top 8 They're in the top 8 It's yeah. like Bruh they, they they play well for 2 weeks all of a sudden they're premiership contenders again Yeah exactly and it's, it's round 11 as well It's such a long yeah, year We're not even in origin yet Like there are a few teams I reckon <laughs> you can go I don't think you're going to make the 8 But is What's 27 rounds this year? 27 yeah So it's like we're not even halfway. Yeah. We're not even halfway. So they absolutely are still in the fight. South versus
1: the Tigers. South, but um, I... I the Last time South played Tigers, South pumped them. The time before that, the Tigers won. But then the, like the six or seven times before that, South won, but it was really close. Mm. So it's a bit weird with the Tigers, but um, yeah. Well, South. they're
0: paying five fifty. It's a lot. It's a lot. Their and 1 to 12 is, is their, uh, sorry, their um, margin is what, 15? 15
1: and a half, last time I checked, yeah.
0: Not bad. So it's a big, that's a big margin. It's a big margin, and as we've said, like Tigers do seem to turn up uh, outside of last year against the Rabbitohs, but I think the Rabbitohs get the job done.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: Um, it's a really good opportunity for the Rabbitohs to send a statement as well. Like it mm. sounds bizarre because like you're against the Tigers, but after the storm beating Broncos, if they come out and tower the Tigers up, It's like, well, they're clear unless Panthers just destroy the Roosters. Yeah, they're clear and like out in front of everyone because obviously they dominated Storm. They beat the Broncos. Yes, they didn't have Payne house and Ezra Man, but still they beat them. They beat what was in front of them. Beat the Panthers. Um, They beat the Panthers, and then they go on and then just towel up the the Tigers. It's like, okay. And
1: the the reason I probably wouldn't back Tigers with the Lion, even though they could make a close old game against the, let's call them the teams outside the eight, Mm. and and even the Dolphins who are in the eight but like the Bulldogs South played well for 40 minutes and put 50 on them. Mm. And the dolphins game S- dolphins were winning at halftime, still pumped them. Mm. So like they only need 30, 40 minutes yeah, to, to put, put a score on. It's true. Cowboys dollar 45 dragons, 275. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Cowboys, but like, I just have a feeling that the, 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 like it's ben hunts 300th. Mm. I reckon they'll yeah. rock up for him. <laughs> Poor Jackie bird. Oh, I feel, did you see the whole interview i saw the interview and it's like no no did no, you see the whole interview yeah, yeah it was yeah it was yeah i feel bad for him
0: like it's it's such a fine line because you don't want players to be politicians yeah and a politician would have never said that but jackie he's from a tough area tough upbringing he's just saying what he's thinking he's not realizing like the ramifications yeah. of what he is like. And when you watch the whole interview, he does pull it back and he's like, you know, I'm just pr- trying to protect my coach. Yeah, And and so I would obviously recommend Jackie not to say the fans don't know. Much no, he definitely good. said the wrong thing. But, but at the same time, like he was just speaking honestly and openly. It's yeah. like that Kanye West line. I'm talking like it's you and me. <laughs> you know like yeah. he's talking just openly and honestly and so i don't think he he's realizing like bro there's like hundreds of thousands of people out there going oh, you're telling me i don't know anything about rugby league so i don't i don't know i'm not allowed to have an opinion yeah um but he's not thinking that he's not nah, thinking that at all no, he's at just he's just protecting his mate the um, dragon's
1: got to sort that out because sully did the same thing about six weeks ago
0: yeah that's a good point. that's a good so. point <laughs> yeah he came out after jackie and was like look i didn't mean it like yeah. i was just trying to defend my you know my mate and look, a lot of fans, you know, they don't know much about rugby league and rightly so. They've got full-time jobs they've got to worry about. Yeah. Um, but there are also a lot of fans that know a lot, a lot. about rugby league. You yeah. don't have to have played NRL to have a good measure of the game. Look at Timmy, look at Guru. Yeah. Um, I won't say Tom and Eddie because... <laughs> 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 but they admit it themselves. They admit it themselves. Um, they actually do know a bit about rugby they league. Do, they yeah. They're just taking the piss. But, like, you can't tell me that Timmy and Guru, like, they may not know... The fully X's and O'sies, mm. but you can't tell me that they don't know in depth Come about rugby. Yeah. Like they do, they yeah. absolutely do. Um, so yeah, it was just one of those things where he's he probably he no not probably he grew up. You say how it is, yeah. you say how you feel. Boom, this is how I feel. I'm honest, off me, t- and. And obviously when you're in a media position like that, you're trained not to do that. You're trained to make sure that no one gets offended. No one gets upset. Mm. Not to say that, you know, fans didn't have a reason to be like, hang on a sec, fuck you. Like I can, I know a little bit about footy. I'm allowed to have my opinion. Like I, I get why fans got frustrated. Yeah. Um, but if there's one bloke, like I think always, if you ever want to judge a bloke, judge him how he plays on the weekend. Oh, no, yeah, rips. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they're ripping in each week, and they might say something silly, he, his heart is in the right place because sure. his actions are showing that he cares. Yeah. He just, the words were said a bit incorrectly. Yeah. Um, and saying all of that, I'm going the Cowboys though. Yep, yep,
1: <laughs> yep Cowboys. <laughs> uh, Raiders, Eels. Another tough one. I'm going yeah. Raiders just because Moses is out and Raiders are in form. So yeah, Raiders. Oh,
0: They've had such close wins though, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm going to go Eels. i don't know maybe eels are like that team that i just stick by you do tip the eels a lot i just they've got such a
1: good side Yeah, i know that side
0: is unbelievable even without mitch moses it's still a gun side yeah i will say like without mitch moses marnie papalii kofusi um all those boys that left last year does look a bit thin when you lose moses as well um but with Junior or RCG playing. Yeah. Dylan Brown. Is Trent RCG. Oh, is he, oh, he's still is into still it. still out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck. I didn't think of that. You know what? I'm still going to get yours. Yeah, still I'm still going to get yours. Yeah. I don't know. Right? Dylan D- 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 Brown have a big game. Uh, New knights v. the Titans. I reckon Newcastle in on this one. You reckon? Yeah, I'm going fresh Titans. off the buy. I'm going Titans. I, lo- I like what the Titans have been doing, especially this last month. I think I've got all my Titans
1: tipped wrong this year, so.
0: Oh, I really? Tip, like I they're him, hard to tip.
1: I tip them, they win. I don't tip them, they lose. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. Uh, Manly paying two sixty at home to the Sharks, $1. fifty. I
1: have this feeling. I had it about the Cowboys last week, but I've got this feeling that this is going to be Tommy Turbo's. This is going to be his last chance to do something. I reckon he's going to have a big one. So I reckon Manly going to win. And and they got embarrassed by Brisbane, so they'll be wanting to
0: bounce back. <sighs> yeah, but i guess I, the sharks got embarrassed too but. yeah but with the tommy thing i don't think it's a matter of like oh he's he's decided to just gonna have a big one now i think he's being told to hold stay within himself mm.
1: ah. but but now but does he think now this is my last chance to so show. stuff it
0: yeah he's gonna throw all the all the like being told to <laughs> run in a certain way yeah. right, and just go for it you reckon uh, i think I that's I a know. new south <laughs> wall street and <Yeah>. you're hoping <laughs> i
1: think i'm just hoping
0: yeah <laughs> um I'm gonna go storm. Uh, I'm gonna go Sharkies. Gonna uh, go I start. read
1: a. St- I, sorry, I didn't read it. I Heard random stats guys say it. Apparently the Sharks are 10 and 0 in the rain with Nico Hines.
0: 10 and 0 in the rain. In with the rain. The ice. So I don't know what the weather is, but
1: he said if he said it, I'm assuming it's gonna rain. Isn't that crazy? Wow, well, it's the wet hair.
0: It's the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> it's the wetter it gets, the better he plays. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that are our, that's our tips done and deuced for the week. That's pucker up, done for the week. Right, boys. Get out to your local, grab a case of bloke beer from Celebrations in all New South Wales and Queensland, currently on special. Get in there, grab a case. You will not regret it. It's a beautiful beer, easy drinking lager, and a beautiful mid-strength. I promise you that. Super, super easy, Chris, mid-strength. Uh, but as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.